Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. We're always honored when you guys come out to listen to us as we deal with those with hurting hearts, those going through the junk of life, Stephanie. And, and uh, certainly you've been on the highway of junk and know what it's like and know what some of our listeners are going through. And what would you say to folks today who are in the battle? <laughs> cling to Christ. <laughs> Just really cling hard, man. Don't let the winds to get you. Don't let the principalities don't let the people of this world get to you just hold on to god be in church be in the bible study and these silly things that come with ptsd these silly things that come with life these silly people who hurt you all those different things are going on they you know the things of this world they get strangely dim in the light See, you got to help me with that verse, Stephanie. Of his glory and grace. Of his glory and grace. See, Stephanie's got to be in ready mode because I know know maybe two or three words that are right in an entire hymn. So I I just put them out there waiting for Stephanie to take over. And, you know, i got to be honest with you, folks. We don't rehearse around here. You say, well, I could tell that, Doug, for you. You know, but anyway, it's a true story. But uh, with me, as always, my friend Stephanie. Stephanie's got a lot going on. She's got another driver in her home. So Daniel's got a driver's license now. He's out looking at cars and uh kids keep on getting older on her and uh so stephanie so kid, hey when's your next kid's birthday i didn't miss a kid's birthday did i no whose no. bir- who's birthday is next um we have um caleb is next when march is 4th man we need to get something in the mail to old kk yeah and <laughs> stephanie's coming up in may and who's after caleb kid wise um actually after caleb is joseph he's in april Joseph is April. See, when you have eight kids, there's always somebody having a birthday around there, you know, and there's a bunch of them right around fall time. Well, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think yep, so. we have two in the spring, one in the summer, and then a bunch in the fall. Bunch in the fall, you know, when the weather's cold, you know, mom and dad are trying to stay warm, I guess. I don't know. I Did I just say Thanks that on that. air? Yeah. You did. No, I didn't. Did I? <laughs> I'll, I'll take it out. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. We're in Proverbs 13. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, we're cruising along, you know, I've been thinking as we've been going through this study on a very serious note, you know, what keeps coming back to my mind, Stephanie, is those people who listen to us keeps coming back to my mind that there's people hurting and, uh, you know, there's people out there that are listening to us that are hurting. And I want, I want you guys to know something We're we're no, uh, what do I want to say? We're no moral authority. We're no. Uh, we're no better than anybody else because we're a little bit farther on our journeys with PTSD or a little bit farther on our journeys and having broken hearts, being hurt, living around narcissists, all that. We're just a little farther along than you guys. But we totally recognize what you guys are going through. And we're totally here for you. You know what I mean, Stephanie? Mm, by God's grace. By God's grace. It's a journey. 
And, uh, boy, when you tell these guys what it's like, Stephanie, I started the journey 20 something years ago. You started the journey just a few years ago. And, and, and Stephanie and I are coming up on, uh, we started hanging out, Debbie, Stephanie, and I, I think three years were coming up on very, mm-hmm. very soon, three years. And, uh, tell people how the journey goes. How's the journey go? Um, if I could sum up one word of the journey, it's broken. Um, yeah. And I don't, yeah. There's, it's, there's potholes in the road. Yeah. A lot of them. And there's sometimes there's people you're trying to pass them and you can't get by them because they're idiots. And that's right. I wasn't going to use the term idiot because it offends some people. <laughs> so I try to use the term knucklehead. And, but here's, here's the thing, folks. Here's the thing. This is hard, man. Uh, but it's not too hard for God and you. If, yeah. you. if you put God in the pilot seat, you know, there used to be these stickers when I was a kid and they were on a lot of cars and it would say, God's my co-pilot. Uh, you, you, can't, you can't get through a journey like this with God as your co-pilot. Uh, the only way you can get through a journey like this is with God as your pilot. And, uh, so I, I say that to you and I, and I don't say it in any judgmental type of way. I'm just telling you, this is, it's really icky sometimes to be in the battles you guys are in. We know that we're praying for you and we love you. That's the point we're getting to. We don't want to get negative. We want to be on the positive side. Hey, I'm 20 something years down the road. I'm more screwed up than a soup sandwich. All right. My life. But you know what? I'm in a place where God's first, where I'm close to him, where I go to his word, where I trust in him, where I live with him. And, uh, Stephanie's journey is uh, probably 10% lengthwise, even though I think she's more than halfway. Uh, she's definitely r- catching right up with me. Everybody's journey is different, but just know that it's a journey. Know that there's potholes and don't get stuck up and caught in those things. You know, if you get a flat tire and you're having a bad day, call someone you love, call a friend and say, Hey, I'm having a bad day. Call us. We'll call you back. We call most people back. So some of you guys are just thief, thief hogs, time hogs. Uh, but anyway, but we do call back. But here's the thing, friends. When the bad days come, you know what the great thing to do is just jump right over that day and keep going. And that's kind of why we talk about what we're talking about. I don't know, Stephanie. I just think that, you know, I, I'm really in a weird place, I guess, thinking about the people out there listening to us and some of the things they're going through. And uh, I think about our friends, you know, I think about the couples and the singles and the people that have come to our training over the years, people we've met just over the past few years at camps and how well some of them are doing now. And we just want to say, number one, we're with you. We love you. Uh, Keep on staying out there in the pass lane. Put God first. Stay close to him. He's not your co-pilot. He's your pilot. So we're cruising along. So we changed up our segment, Steffi, Steffi, Steffi. Yeah. Calling her her daughter's nickname, uh, Stephanie. So as we cruise along, we, we had this, you might be a knucklehead if, and we've changed it to, you might be right with God if. So I, I'm really going technical with some of mine, really practical, but I think this is really important. You might be a knucklehead if you're going out with somebody and you don't like them and there's, or you're leading people on, or you're hanging out with people you don't like, or I don't know what to add to that, Stephanie. I just think, I just think that shouldn't be going on. And, um, I'm always running across people. Well, I'm going out with this girl. I'm going out with this guy. They're really not the one, but you know, it gives me somebody to have pizza with on Friday night. So my, my advice to you is stop it. Get right with God and move on, man. Don't be dragging people's hearts around. 
And uh, you got anything you want to add to that, Stephanie? <laughs> no, you covered it. You think I covered it all right? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and so things you say or do to people with, P- especially don't do that to people with PTSD. Listen, life is hard, man. And, uh, you know, it's harder if you're around people who think they have a chance to like go out with you or hang out with you. And in reality, they don't, it's better to just say, you know, sometimes, and you know, the other thing, Stephanie, I I think this needs to be said, especially to our younger listeners. And we know we have hundreds of them, especially down in Florida and stuff is, uh, if somebody, uh, ask you like, you know, can I call you dad or can I go out with you? Can I talk to you about this? Whatever the case may be. And you're a girl or a guy, don't tell anybody. You know, if you don't want to go out with them, just tell them, don't, don't, don't count it as a badge of honor or something. That's not godly. You know, just keep it to yourself and move on. If you don't like them, you don't like them. Just move out. And, uh, I don't know. You got anything to add to that, Stephanie? No, but you're, you're doing well, Doug. You're on a roll. Okay. All right. All right. So that's all my role. And then what we say or do to people, uh, with PTSD to help them out or just help people along. And, and folks, I, I can't tell you, I can't say this enough, but it's a wonderful thing to start a Bible study with people with PTSD or people with hurting hearts or people who are going through the junk, people who are dealing with narcissists, whatever the case may be, it's a pretty wonderful thing to hang out with them and study the Bible. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's a pretty wonderful thing to come up alongside of somebody, make a community, do it. There's 41, 42 churches out there. There's pastor's wives doing it. There's Bible college wives doing it. There's men doing it. There's people doing it. There's people in, uh, uh, in, you know, VA centers and stuff like that, running groups, be part of that, be part of the solution. And, uh, man, that's a great thing. And so say, Hey, come to my Bible study, come with me. And some people are doing it during Sunday school now, Stephanie, I think that's kind of a cool idea. You know, you show up 15 minutes before anyone else, have a donut and a coffee, go back there, sit down, watch one of our videos, go through the book and get healed, find healing and or have it on a Friday night. Whenever you want to do it, it's okay. So Stephanie, we're cruising along. We're still in Proverbs chapter 13, we're on verse number 19. And it says the desire accomplished is sweet to the soul but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. This is a weird, weird verse to me. Uh, it's talking about, you know, when we fulfill those desires, those things, those, the, you know, those things we want in life, how sweet they are. And, um, and, and then those abominations. And I mean, again, you know, we've been reading these verses, Stephanie, and again, there's a right, wrong, left, right. I mean, you're looking at this verse and, you know, practically put this together for us. What does that mean to us today? Well, it says um, that it is an abomination to fools to depart from evils. In other words, it's it's horrific to them to depart from evil, and it seems like it's such a backward way of thought. But the desire is sweet. The de- desire accomplished to the soul is sweet. And so I think that needs to be our focus is the fact that when God gives us a desire that's pleasing to him to accomplish something that he wants us to do to glorify him or to make a difference in someone else's life that he wants to make, that when we do that, when we fulfill what he wants us to do, that will bring sweetness to the soul. It'll God will give that sense of you've, you've done what I wanted you to do. And that's where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And, you know, there's a feeling that comes with doing the godly thing. There's a feeling that comes along when you help somebody, you know, your hard work, your, your discipline, your, you know, the sacrifice you put into it. There's a feeling that only God can give you. 
you know, we don't need medals in a church. We, we don't need ribbons. We, we don't need to be called up in front of the whole crowd. But, but when God allows us to accomplish something for him, you know, through work, through sacrifice, through things we did, man, that's sweet to the soul. That makes you feel good over and over, all through the good stuff. And then that abomination uh, to fools that depart from evil, and it's an abomination to fools to depart from evil. So, you know, a fool is so in love with evil and the evil things. And, you know, we've talked about this, Stephanie, and we joke sometimes, but we never joke when we get to this portion of it. You know, I know I pick on you about your kids and all that different stuff sometimes, but we, we've never joked when it comes to this. And we've never joked when the reality of this is a picture of narcissism right here in verse number 19. This is a picture of doing the wrong thing. The Uh, end of the verse. Yeah. 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 You pay the price for departing from evil. You really do. And you don't have that sweetness. And that's why those people are so wicked, Stephanie. That's why they, there's a sourness that comes along with a narcissist. And, and you've felt it. You've talked to us before. You can see it. You can feel it. It's, it's, it's present all around them. It's almost like an aura, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, so, folks, stay away from that. So, you know, um, holiness, holy people, that's heaven. You know, sin is hell. And, you know, you can't have a sinful life and be bringing honor to God. That's all That's all I'm trying to get at here. You can't be hurting people. It can't be all about you. And, and somehow you're bringing honor to God through that. I don't think that happens. And uh, did, now you're narcissist people that were in your life, Stephanie. And I know some still show up from time to time. Did they ever bring any honor to God? No, sad to say. And, um... It honestly breaks your heart. Because they could. Yeah. Because a lot of times they're the people that you really love and would have to Mm. serve God with. And so, Mm. um, yeah. You know, it should break our hearts. Yeah. Because that's not, that's not God's plan for anybody. And so, yeah, no, they did not ever. They actually did not honor or glorify the Lord. And, and I think, folks, we, we can stop right there, but it, it's, you know, it keeps on going in verse number 20. It really it really does, but it's it's so important to remember that we're either serving God or we're not. There's no in-between. There's no gray area. You're either a narcissist or an empath. You, you know, those are your choice. You either got empathy or you're a knucklehead. I mean, that's where it's at. In this verse 20, I think, keeps this going, Stephanie. It says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools fools shall be destroyed. And um, so, again, you, you hang out with people who are wise, who are in the Word of God, who love God, who are doing things right. We associate ourselves with them. Birds of the feather flock together. Those are the people we want to hang out with. Over in the book of Romans, it tells us to prefer the brethren. The Bible's full of examples about being equally yoked, marrying the right person. And Stephanie married Charles, not only because he was a movie star, good looks as, as she claims, but it was because he was godly. Uh, so our friends should also meet some kind of test, shouldn't they, Stephanie? I mean, it, this just isn't about the person that we think we're going to marry. Doesn't this, isn't this about our friends too? Yeah. Yes. I think this involves, um, where we're sitting, I think of Psalm 1 where it talks about, blessed is the man that sitteth not in the counsel of the ungodly, 
Mm. Nor sitteth in the way of sinner, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And you're going to become like who you spend time with, whether you realize it or not. And yeah. Um, and I think, you know, now we live in an age and this is something the Lord's constantly convicting me about. Um, but we become, you know, we we parts of us are affected even by things we watch, we um things we read, whatever, whatever the case may be, whatever that inflow is, we, it affects us. And so what's your, what's your inflow via friends, via social media, via um, movies you watch, via books you read, whatever the case may be, is it inflow that's making you more like Jesus Christ or is it inflow that's messing you up? Yeah. And, and you know what I like what what about you said what you said in the army they used to say good in good out bad in bad out and and I I kind of you know God in God out or godly people in godly friends uh, your actions are going to be godly and uh, because the companion of fools you know it's going to be destroyed that's a destroying thing that's a, your choice of companion uh, prove what you are in life they're your destiny. And in this case, the verse is saying that that destiny is destruction. And so it really does matter. And it's more than just, you know, you can pick that right uh, husband, Stephanie. You can pick that right wife. Um, but, the, you know, you, you might not get that right husband or that right wife if you're hanging out with the wrong friends. I think that's what we're getting at there. It's, it's, yeah. And even, you know, even, you know what I've seen, Stephanie, and I hate to bring this up, but I think, you know, we need to talk about this and, you know, as we're going through a lot of people who are listening are new Christians, they got saved through the ministry, you know, reaching out to people with hurting hearts and PTSD and reaching out to different folks. And the, a lot of this stuff is new to you. And for instance, it, not too long ago, I met a, a young man and a young lady, newly married. I mean, you love this couple. They got married maybe four or five years ago. And, and, and through their path, they came from the world through their path and PTSD and some things that happened to them. Uh, boy, they, they found the Lord, they got saved and they're trying to do everything right in life. And I was, I was at a conference with them, you know, out in the middle of the country a while back. And, and, uh, I'll tell you, this is what happened. Uh, they came up to me and said, in the midst of this conference, they said, you know, brother Doug, we're hanging out with the wrong crowd. These people keep on a dragon. They keep wanting us to be dragged back to what we were before God recreated of who we are before we put away the old man and uh, what do we do and what do you tell people with that question stephanie they come up to you and say hey we we found it we've got it we're saved and i believe they are they're in the church they're doing right and they're saying we got these ton of friends they use the word ton so i'm thinking you know maybe four or five couples maybe people they grew up with you know they live in the same town and they're saying what do we do how do we get rid of these people what do we say what do you tell them well, I think if you're dealing with someone who knows Jesus Christ as their Savior, then you would have to tell them that yes, they're to be. You don't you don't be rude in the sense of you want to share Christ with your friends. Um, the Lord the Lord gave us the example of um, Philip, who sought Nathaniel and said, "Come and see." Yeah. Um, the example of you know Andrew being involved in bringing Peter to Jesus and and um, just 
so many examples uh, in scripture of where one friend helps another friend come to know Jesus. And so that should be our goal um, is to bring our friends to Jesus and to show them his love and his truth and ask God for discernment. You know, there, there's um, friends that will respond, that will get saved, that will grow, that will end up being, <laughs> being your brother or sister in Christ. Yeah. But then asking God for wisdom for the ones that would be the, the one that would leave you sitting or standing in the seat of the scornful. Mm. And so begging God for, and it's not that even if they're in that place, you don't hate them. You don't treat them cruelly. Um, and this is something that God constantly breaks my heart over is, you know, that Jesus died for the narcissist as much as he died for me. Yeah. And so I cannot hate that person. I cannot um, let anger or bitterness build up in me because Jesus loves them. And so I'm not given a choice to hate them, but I'm not to sit in their seat. I'm not to walk in the way with them. And so begging God for his wisdom and discernment to not be mean. Yeah. Rule, but to show the love of Christ while taking a stand, and and each person is different, and that's something I'm constantly struggling with is, um, remembering that you know that I don't have to put this person just because maybe something about him reminds me of somebody else that has turned out to be someone I shouldn't hang out with. Remembering that every person stands in their own right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so having that grace and mercy and compassion, but at the same time, heeding the Lord's warnings of this, of if you've become a Christian, that you need to make sure you're walking with wise men who will draw you closer to Jesus Christ and not being a companion. And that means you hang out with them. You're spending tons of time with them. You're learning from them. They're your best bud. Um, just being very careful with that. Yeah, just and exactly what Stephanie said, prefer the brethren. And, but, but at the same time, we don't flush these people down out of our lives. We try to bring them to church and stuff, but there may come a, you know, a time when their ways are not our ways and they're not God's ways, but we still invite them to church. We love them. We let them know that we're different. We're a new creation. You know, Stephanie, not to prolong this, but why do women have such a hard time with this? You know, men can just dump people a little easier. Why do you, why do you think women have a harder time letting go of their old friends and stuff? Why do you think that is? Well, I think in whatever sense, um, women, there's maybe a sense where they need companionship more with other ladies. Um, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen both sides. I've seen men that are very dependent and I've seen women that are very dependent or vice versa. Um, but I think there's a sense in which, um, you know, God made the woman to be a help meet. She made, he made her, and obviously there's ladies that are very happy being single, but overall God made the woman to be a helpmate. In other words, to be a companion. And so there's that sense in which, um, and it depends on the lady. You know, there's some ladies that are like, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what I think, um, you know, and that may be for right or wrong, but there's some ladies that are very opinionated and very strong on their own. And there's others that are just just aren't, but I, I, that's, that's the best 
synopsis I've ever had is that God made the woman to be a companion. And so she overall tends to need that more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there we go, friends. I, I think so much was just covered. I, I think it's a really good idea that we, uh, that we understand that the work we do, you know, when that desire is accomplished, it's sweet because we accomplish it for God. And when we don't, you know, we're with those fools and, uh, and walk with the wise when you can walk with the wise and be careful of the fools and get away from the knuckles. And there you go. Hey, listen to every word Eric's got to tell you. Brother Eric's got information about how you can know for sure you're going to heaven. There's nothing more important than that. If we can do anything for you, contact us. We'd love to have you at the camp out there at Southland Christian Camp in Ringgold, Louisiana. Or check us out at WoundedSpirits.com. We sure do love you, folks. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.